0: Hey, I'm Kathleen and I'm Sarah.
1: And this is our brand new podcast.
0: We've graduated what now? Recording in progress. So, I'm never going to get used to it speaking at the start now. I know. It's so weird. Also, I'm really sorry I sounded ill. I am. <laughs> oh. That's okay. But we need to talk about Adele first before we, we do, do anything else.
1: I love Adele so much. I always have she's she's Adele,
0: you know? She, she just hits different and like I've never had a serious relationship, so I can't say I've been absolutely devastatedly heartbroken. But my god, you'd think I'd have like I have been.
1: The way that she writes, it just it's so she's so talented, like genuinely.
0: And she that an audience of Adele is
1: iconic. Yeah. Emma <laughs> Watson
0: having the time of her life in Art Emma Thompson. <laughs> oh god Emma Thompson as well, she was like back, <laughs> wouldn't she? Dancing away. I can't believe Stormsy. No.
1: Yeah. Me too though. Imagine. Imagine we were there. We god, you not know, ourselves.
0: Thirty fans were there, Adele. Adele. <laughs> was my invite lost in the post one? Yeah, it must have been. Because you know I've been a fan since day one, And I'm only twenty one, do you know what I mean? <laughs> I know.
1: I mean, Twenty One came out when we were like twelve, and I remember I sitting and being like, "Oh my god!"
0: I just think my dad would play it in the car on the way to uh-huh. school, and i literally got a school with like tear tracks. <laughs> Tell me, face. I mean, friends, like, what's wrong? Okay. Oh, I've just heard Adele. <laughs> oh, she's so good. She's so good. She's an icon. Like, I'm sorry, everything about her. Mm-hmm. I watched her Seventy Three Questions with Vogue
1: on her YouTube. Love
0: yeah. And they asked her like, "What's something she finds weird about living in the US?" And she said, um, "That her sarcastic humor doesn't travel." Uh
1: huh.
0: Because obviously they don't do sarcasm over there. Yeah. Which they should, because they'd be great at it. I'm sorry, they're that savage. Oh. <laughs> uh, okay, that's the Adele hype done. Yeah. Let's get Adele. Let's get on with the rest of it. So this week. As you can tell by the title of the episode, it's right time. That's wrong. Right people, right time, right place. Yes. Something like that. Um which is basically how the industry works. Yes. The musical theatre, acting y
1: performance. Anything it yeah, anything industry.
0: performance, media. Yeah. All about that, which is ridiculous. Yeah. Should be based on talent, but you know. It's not. It is and sometimes.
1: That, you know. It is sometimes, it is, yeah. But a lot of it is privilege
0: or... Who you know. You know. Yeah. Or just bumping into the right person in the street. Exactly. Which is stupid. Yep. I it's trained funny. for this. <laughs> I know.
1: I've studied musical theatre for, what, four years? I
0: don't think. Yeah, let's explain what we mean by yeah right let's start with right people because that's so easy to explain okay so i don't know about you kathleen but i know in our college as well like obviously at uni we got taught it but in college we got taught like even if you don't like someone you kind of burn bridges with them because if they make it in the industry then that's your yeah person i don't believe in that as little mix once said if I can't protect my energy, I've got to cut you off. So <laughs> I'm not even sorry for not believing in that. Because why mm-hmm. Why would you want to get into the industry via someone you feel is really toxic? Because you yeah. wouldn't want that negative connection if they carry on being toxic in the industry.
1: That's very true. Because
0: that could break your career as quickly as it started. Exactly. So I'm not a firm believer in the right yeah. people. But well, it it's is drilled weird. into you, isn't it? Like, even, it is. even at Constantly. uni, they were like, they were like, look at these people in your room because these are your tickets to the industry. No, they're not one. Yeah. Guarantee you, 1% of <laughs> us will be on the stage. 1%. Oh. Like, no offence if you are on our uni class, but I'm sorry. It's not going to happen. I'm roasting
1: everyone right
0: now. <laughs> it's not even a deal with the talent. It's to do with where we are. And where mm-hmm. we train. Yeah. Like I'm sorry. if you if I seen on someone's TV, I were you and me <laughs> and then the next audition like auditione had like Erdan or Mount View. I know who I'd
1: pick. The funniest thing as well is our course that was a pretty new course. And after this year it won't exist anymore. So we're very niche as well. So people are gonna be like, I didn't know that you needed
0: um see so like what well, <laughs> And am graduating, graduating in the pandemic just made it all 10 times oh, yeah. harder for life it's fine but do you believe in the whole right people thing because I really don't like I know that's how it works but I don't think it should be because all it takes is for that person you know to be cancelled mm-hmm. yeah and that's it casting directors will think like
1: yeah
0: don't touch her with a barge pole come
1: And it definitely shouldn't be that way anyway because I, and I assume you as well, believe in like working hard for what I want, I'm not going to get somewhere from like exploiting other people that I know or like asking for favours, I hate that so
0: much. 100% like 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 I'm not being funny, if I was resting on people I knew, I I would be in the industry by now. (laughs) Oh. God I'd be on Tracy Beaker. I'd be having a <laughs> family life, man. But no, oh I don't God believe in that. I do understand the part of uni
1: where it was like, okay, so we're gonna bring in creatives who are actually in the industry, treat them right, be good, be hardworking, and then you know, they might phone you up for a job later. I understand See, that's that. That's different. That's completely different.
0: But I get that. But I'm sorry. I would be honestly, if I was relying on the people I knew. I'd have been in EastEnders, I'd have been in Tracy Vega, God, I'd have been the background dancing in a music video, like, do you know what I mean? There's so many people, like, from doing pantos and stuff and doing that leg on the West End tour when I was 10. I'm sorry, I could have had a career by now. Mm. But no, you don't just ring people up and be like, hello, mm. I would like a job.
1: Yeah,
0: Get me one, please. You don't do that some people do but that's not my way (laughs) I tell you the only time I've ever like utilized the celebrities I know has been like when I need like a professional reference for a Mm -hmm. essay or something like so in college um, Cheryl Ferguson that played Heather in EastEnders was like my main reference to my business assignment because I was doing pant with at the time so it was just so easy. I sit there and mm-hmm. ask her questions and then for my dissertation, Geordie Steele from the West End, I was like, girl, I need yeah. help. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But like that's it, I would never message someone and be like, oh my god, you're really good in the industry, get me a job. Mm-hmm. So that's I how I feel so about that. It's
1: it is, so cheeky. It is, isn't it?
0: cheeky.
1: Like, no, I'm not going to do that.
0: And the thing is, it's so hard for the other person as well, because then if you do bad, mm-hmm. that makes them look awful. Mm-hmm. For getting you the job in the first place, the director like, well, she ain't got no taste in people. <laughs> yeah. So that's how I feel about right people, it's just not for me. Yeah. Let's talk about right place, because...
1: Right place, Yeah. Um... Pepe right place it's difficult because when you're like 17 18 and you're auditioning for all these different universities and stuff first of all it's so expensive the amount of places that have audition fees application fees traveling to the place because most of them are like london or further south and i'm in scotland you know just wasn't gonna work out and other universities you know they've usually got an okay name for themselves but it's not London it's not where you want to be to be in the industry
0: and I think because people like it's kind of drilled into you when you're training that you've not made it until you've hit West End Mm -hmm. and obviously the West End's in London but living in London just isn't feasible unless you're already in that type of job yeah like to live in a nice place in london you can't just work at top shop mm-hmm. that'd get you like a bedroom in someone else's house you know yeah, what i mean yeah no offense top shop um but like <laughs> top shop doesn't even exist anymore No. <laughs> no but um like other in my opinion you've made it as soon as you get paid for it that's yeah my opinion i don't care where you do it my god no like mm-hmm. i personally performance wise london isn't for me I don't get me wrong, if I was doing presenting and stuff like mm-hmm. radio presenting, and whatever, of course I'd be in London. You've got like Capital FM, you've got Heart, you've got Radio yeah. One, like, of course, I would be in London. But show wise, you don't need to go there because there's so many tours where you can be based from anywhere. Uh-huh. And like, there's even small scale tours and like mm-hmm. professional panels and stuff. As long as you're getting paid for it, you've made it. And I don't like the whole you have to live in London because you have to be on the West End. I know.
1: Even, like, the French <laughs> festivals, Brighton, Edinburgh,
0: Chichester is, like, huge for it now. Literally, it's not... I'm sorry, Manchester. Yeah. Manchester, in my opinion, has more opportunities than London half the time. Mm-hmm. Because they're more willing to look for new people. Mm. But no, you have to live in London. Mm-hmm. I just I don't get it and like with how expensive it is to live in London you're a bit screwed when your contract ends if you don't get another one exactly you know what I mean because I I know it me like personally as we all know I've got expensive taste and if you don't know that you're about (laughs) to learn that as soon as I get my paycheck I bet oh my god I need to rent this apartment and I'd go for one of the ones that are like 1500 a month if not more because I like my space (laughs) and I like everything looking nice and I like my designer clothes now apparently and you know like mm-hmm. I like working hard for what I have don't get me wrong but I also like showing myself that I've worked hard so if I've worked my ass off mm-hmm. then I'm gonna buy myself something to prove it like I'm sorry when um, Perry launching the Sora gonna have to yeah. go back to this mm-hmm. so obviously I'm not working at the minute because my surgeries I'm not fit for work well my doctors don't think I'm fit for work, but that's another story. <laughs> and I was like, you know, something. I've graduated uni, despite spending like what forty percent of the year I was in hospital. I wasn't even there. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then I went straight from uni. Literally, we graduated. There was like a four-week period, mm-hmm. and then I was in the hospital getting the everything done. Yeah. So I was like, you know, smart. I've graduated uni despite that, and I was like, I've learnt a walk. I deserve to buy a £125 hoodie. Fair enough, honestly. That's exactly what I've done in general. I can't wait to arrive. The reviews I've seen, Mm -hmm. worth the money, do you that mean? Yeah. But yeah, I'm one of them people. I'll work hard for everything I have, Uh but I'm going to buy myself nice things in return. (laughs) Yeah. Which took me a long time though, didn't it, Kathleen? I used to feel so bad. bad. I still still do feel bad bad to a point. point. Um, but I used to feel so bad about spending money on myself that like if I bought myself something, I'd have to buy someone else something. <laughs> yeah, especially in the canteen. Every day, you're like, oh, we're going to get cake. And I'm like, uh, and you're like, I'll get you yours. <laughs> and it was Starbucks. As soon as we got a Starbucks, I was like, hey, Kathleen. Hey, yeah. Kathleen. Across the across the canteen with each other, I'd like, what do you want from Starbucks? <laughs> uh. I'm awful for it, though, because I know, like, I knew at uni, I was Mm -hmm. quite lucky at uni in the sense that I got a really high maintenance loan, Mm -hmm. and I worked, so Mm -hmm. I knew I was always a friend. That and I live in Carlisle, yeah.
1: Um,
0: (laughs) (laughs) So I knew I was always a friend. That's gonna have that little bit more money, in Uh that sense. Obviously, not y'all got rich parents. Your parents can be, you know what I mean. But yeah, when it came to like you, or Mm -hmm. Hannah or Charlotte or Shannon or whatever. If I was going up to get some of that I knew you'd like, I'd just mm-hmm. pick it up, like, yeah. because I know, I knew you all wouldn't buy it for yourself. <laughs> Whereas I'm like, oh, they're my friends, I like them, have it. And some people, some people took advantage of that. Yeah, um, they did. But, you know, cut them off, snip, snip. Yeah, <laughs> <bye>. <laughs> but no, I am that type of person. And I'm, gl- I'm glad I'm that type of person, though, because I know if my friends need anything, they'll just ask me now. hmm do you know what I mean yeah but yeah that's yeah. why personally I've never moved to London I like having my money yeah that's fair um oh, I don't know if you follow one of our
1: directors on Twitter but she recently like went down to London and did a huge West End show and um
0: the she... girlfriend's director yeah I'm <laughs> sat here <laughs> mouthing the word <laughs> and are like
1: it's going <laughs> to but um she recently went down to london and was the director of a West End show like well done amazing lovely person definitely deserves it and she came back and she tweeted like oh i've missed a roll and a drink being like two pound
0: oh yeah i've seen that actually (laughs) can i just say that director though she really really did deserve to get that gig definitely he's like the best director i've ever Mm -hmm. worked with and i've I've worked with some right assholes, but I've also worked with some very, <laughs> very amazing people. And I just yeah. love that our input was put in it. Like, anything we said, yeah. she, obviously, yeah. not everything could go in it because then the show would not have worked. Yeah. Because, obviously, we, we're not directors. We don't, we don't know what we're doing. But she'd, anything we'd suggest, she'd try and make it work. So, I really yeah. like like, With the Torches. Yeah. Like, obviously, it was her idea, but everything we said... Ended mm-hmm. up somehow being like intertwined within the story. I just loved the whole experience. That like, even though I played, I played Pam, Pam. <laughs> the best part in the show, who had a to total what four lines. Yeah, but I didn't even speak though. They were singing lines, four singing yeah. lines. That was me, and I only did it every other night. Yeah, it's fine. But we no, know, she did deserve it. But she's just proof though that if you're like from the north, you yeah. can't just pick up and move a uh, London. because how are you going to afford it home? Because if you live in London, the minimum wage is higher because it costs more to live there. So if you're saving from up north to move, you're going to have to save a hell of a lot of money just to be able to afford a deposit. Yeah. Tell you, I would not be putting my mum down as a guarantor if I moved to London. Can you imagine (laughs) the audacity? But as well, with COVID, one of the
1: good things that came out of COVID is that a lot of things are happening in different places, online, wherever, like, oh, I saw a statistic and I can't remember it, but something like 200,000 people or something in the last, like, year moved out of London and moved further up north because there's no point in living there when
0: nothing's open. No, and like, more and more, especially TV and radio, wise, more and more of it is coming to the north. Like, I'm yeah. sorry, I'm going to have to talk about this, right? we Road, mm. it's coming back, right? Mm-hmm. I need to tell you this, Kathleen, I'm so sorry. Um, so last night, it was like one in the morning, and you know what I get, like, if I can't sleep? Mm-hmm. I come up with every possible way to get myself some form of career. Mm-hmm. So one o'clock this morning, I <laughs> I emailed the casting director because I want to be in it. Fair enough. You know? I think that'd be great, personally. I look the right age I look a bit young I'd be like a year seven (laughs) like I'd be great in it because I am so northern it's filmed in Manchester Mm -hmm. but like I am so northern anyway Hmm? I'd be great if you're listening to this one cast me I ain't on spotlight because I can't afford that life but if you cast me I promise I will use my paycheck to go on spotlight (laughs) nice (laughs) <laughs> but yeah, they replied, obviously, because I emailed them at one in the morning and they probably that's get fair, like, like... 10,000 emails a day, because <laughs> they don't well, just we'll cast Waterloo Road, happens. obviously. Yeah. But like, that's coming back, and it went to Scotland for a while, but now it's back in Manchester. hmm So, you know, Corrie, Emmerdale. is filmed in Wales now. Yeah. It's all moved away from London. Apart from EastEnders, but you know, it's... That's set in London. <laughs> <laughs> Can it move that Danny Day would not be happy. Mm. But, yeah, but yeah, yeah, that's how I feel about right play. I just think they need to get rid of that because I'm sorry. Just because you're from London do not mean you're any more talented than someone from Calais. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly that. The only thing I do believe is it's right time. Hmm. Like... If I'd have got, because obviously I got, I applied for agencies during the last year mm-hmm. at uni um, and I got into a couple in there but I didn't accept any of them mm-hmm. because I wasn't sure what I was going to do. Mm-hmm. But you know something, it's a good thing I didn't accept them, right? Because one, there's been next to no castings yeah and two can you imagine me getting sent a casting at the minute i wouldn't be able to get there mm-hmm. like i wouldn't be able to do anything yeah it's so, like i really do believe like you could get the right opportunity and it'd just be at the wrong time mm-hmm. definitely so you know if you are any of them agencies feel free to hit me back up in like april nice <laughs> gotta got get those
1: plugs in you?
0: Eh? honestly gotta get that promo one do you know what i mean <laughs>
1: Oh, but another good thing with Covid is the self-tape, the increase of self-tapes. Because a lot of um, acting jobs that I was applying for after uni were, you know, film a video of yourself singing two songs and then send us a photo of your full body. And I'm like, cool,
0: easy. <laughs> you know what gets me, though, about the self-tapes? <clears throat> mm-hmm. Is when I filmed one, like I had to film a legit song. Mm. And like a song of my choice, it could be pop music or anything. And I filmed each song like three times and in each recording, there was like a different part of the song that sounded nicer. So Mm. I just edited them and made it all look like one. I mean, that's fine, right? (laughs) I mean, I got the job and then couldn't do it, but... Mm. That's okay. We move.
1: We do. (laughs)
0: Well, yeah, do you believe in right time? Because I I do and I don't. I don't like the whole when people try and relate it to God. (laughs) Like, no offence if you're religious, right? No offence at all, because, you know, I was brought up religious. I'm not all that fussed, believe what you want to believe. I just don't, I don't think God controls that much. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because if God could, could control that much, well, obviously he can. If you wanted to control that much, a lot of the things that are happening wouldn't be happening. Mm. That's my opinion, like, (laughs) ow! (sighs) (laughs) You're having a day
1: today. But yeah, with right time, I do believe, I'm a strong believer that everything happens for a reason. Like, genuinely. And because, like, you know, for example, we're not still salty about it or anything, but that job that we didn't get, you know, Because we didn't get that job, it meant that I got to do different things. I'm getting to be in a musical, you know. It's fine.
0: I'm I'm sorry about it, because I got (laughs) nothing. You're getting to stay at home, so that's good. (laughs) Well, no, because come January, I'm going to have to go back to you nowhere. Mm. Sorry, I can't say, because I'll get a lawsuit. I (laughs) actually would not even have a lawsuit on social media. Everyone knows where I work, man. Just go through my Instagram.
1: <laughs> oh, at least you're getting, you know, £10 an hour for it. So. £9.70,
0: actually. 9 Well, then you only get paid, like, £10 an hour to run the entire store for your shift, so... Mm. You know. Well. And even then, I'm sorry, even £9.70 ain't enough to make me want to work there. Mm. Not with my degree. Mm-mm. <laughs> <Mm-mm-mm>. <laughs> mm. But no, I am with you with everything. Well, most things happen for a reason. I would really like to know the reason why (laughs) my life has turned out like this. And why my leg hurts. Well, I know why my leg hurts. It's winter and it's cold. But (laughs) I'd like to know why. What reason? Well, you never know. Like,
1: If you'd have done something else the day you had your first operation or something, you might have got into a car accident and died. So this might be your, like, alternate universe where you're still alive. Who knows? <laughs> still
0: alive, but I'm barely living. <laughs> 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 Sorry, but wow. comedy gold here, now. I need to yeah. say, I was listening. Obviously, I had a shower mm-hmm. before. And obviously, my... <laughs> Sorry, this is really funny. Um... So, Little Mix's song, Cut You Off, Come On, in my playlist, because, you know, my playlist mm-hmm. are literally Little Mix, Anne-Marie, Adele. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a bit of Olivia Rodrigo. But, um, <laughs> Cut You Off, Come On, and obviously I can't move my lower body in a dancing way at the minute, right? <laughs> and I was, like, doing my moisturiser, like, just come out of the shower. Mm-hmm. And I was trying to twerk and have my best life, and I just couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we tried. Little Mix, teach me how to twerk. Cause I couldn't do it before this anyway. <laughs> it's fine. That's you know, my i am not very dancey because I couldn't work. Yeah. <laughs> Did you hear that dog? Yeah.
1: Fair enough. They great yeah. movie. <laughs> That's my opinion on Right Time. Uh,
0: it does look though. Yeah that the industry works that way because i just they should move with the times
1: definitely and it's I just... one of these industries that's definitely like stuck in the past for a lot of different reasons like
0: versatility all the different
1: casting and everything you know
0: and it's like i love 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 the new six cast mm. being all people of color
1: mm-hmm
0: like, that's unheard of, really. Exactly. Like, if they're not cast, like, if they're not, sorry, if the character's not described as a certain race, it's more often than not, they are played by a white person. Mm-hmm. So to say, like, the entire six wives be people of colour, yeah. even, like, I'm here for it, and like, I'm white. Yeah. but I'm here for it, and the amount of people I've seen like kicking off about it, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, why? What? I know. <laughs> In what planet does someone's race affect their talent and ability to mm-hmm. play the character? Yeah. Don't don't come at people like that. Mm-hmm. I'm very passionate about this mm-hmm. because I just think it's stupid. I remember was it? I think it was probably you. I was telling like. If the race does not affect the storyline...
1: Yeah, like, hairspray
0: or... Yeah, so hairspray, like Miss Saigon... mm mm-hmm. They can only, kind of, be played by said race.
1: Yeah, and they should not be played by white people under any circumstances. Oh, God, no.
0: Do not <laughs> do an all-white version of hairspray. No. It doesn't work, man! No, it doesn't. Well, like unless it's in a musical like that where it literally affects the storyline and affects how the audience perceives that entire thing mm-hmm. then i'm sorry the race shouldn't even be looked at mm-hmm. it should be done like, purely on talent do you know what i mean and I don't, yeah. obviously i know you're going to look at a black person and not like sit there and be like oh they're white that's not what i'm saying <laughs> before people think that's what i'm saying that's not what i'm saying I'm mm-hmm. saying the race should not play a factor in them yeah. being cast yeah. or not. Yeah,
1: it should be talent.
0: Like, I love that it's a black person playing Elphaba in the Wicked movie. Oh, yes, me too. Because her talent... Mm-hmm. Like, oh, she was the yeah, guest Joe jump quickly on the weekend. 10.
1: Oh, yes.
0: I was here for it. I was like, yes, yes. loudly <laughs> for the people in the back. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I am buzzing about that. And I think mm. the industry has a long, long way to go with that. Definitely. Like but we are clearly with... making progress.
1: Yeah. Well,
0: with the world the has a long, movie. long way to go with that.
1: <laughs> with the Wicked movie as well, I think they should be casting an actual disabled person as Nessa Rose as well. And there's I'm no free. Reason I'm... Exactly. But as well, there's no reason that she shouldn't be a person of colour either. Like.
0: Yeah, but I'm, I'm free. free. Um <laughs> Have you got your own wheelchair? I do, actually. <laughs> Sorted. There you go. Because I need it for my adventures. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm free if the director's listening, which I doubt you are. But if you are, <laughs> hello, I'm free, and I really like Ariana Grande, so cast me. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, so, like, yeah. there's no reason that can't be played by anyone as long mm-hmm. as they're in a wheelchair. Yeah. Now, make them be non-binary. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Like, that doesn't affect it either. Nope, not at all. But... The industry just needs to start I'm looking at right. talent and not yeah anything else. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I was saying to you, there's literally no one mm-hmm. in this industry that has what I have. Mm-hmm. Why? I don't know. We're still, we still can do most of the job. Mm-hmm. My leg does not affect my ability to talk. clearly or sing or sing well I can't sing that very well anyway but I try (laughs) the leg doesn't make
1: it worse though
0: (laughs) yeah the leg don't make it worse it's just my natural (laughs) ability is not amazing it's all about I can sing in tune and I can carry harmonies and stuff I'm just not a strong Mm -hmm. singer Mm -hmm. like I am not alpha material although I can do the bell at the end of divine gravity but (laughs) I cannot do it after singing the whole song in my chest voice Mm -hmm. I have to cheat and flip to my head voice Sorry, I'm mm-hmm. a false set whore, and then, <laughs> and then flip back for the ending. But I can do it. I'm with more training, and obviously it's gonna get better. But like, my legs don't make it any worse. I'm just not naturally a strong singer. There you go. So you know, cast me. That's all I'm saying. I need a job. Fair. I need a life. That's okay. <laughs> That's kind of all I have to say on that, to be fair. Yeah, me too. It's pretty Mm self-explanatory that in this industry, y'all gotta know people, y'all gotta be in the right place. Mm -hmm. And it should change. Definitely. Like, people should not have to get themselves in debt. Yeah. Forever. I know. It's just absolute bullshit sorry for my language guys it's no explicit (laughs) content yeah but as well i am another
1: i I can't even speak i am a strong believer in the fact that you make your own opportunities as well like if you're not getting cast in something do something else we've made a podcast you know
0: and it's great (laughs) top quality banter exactly
1: (laughs) like if you're not doing anything make your own job up who cares?
0: Like, honestly, I'll just we don't even get paid for this, but we thoroughly enjoy it.
1: Yeah.
0: And it gives us something to do. And if we ever apply for mm-hmm. more jobs, like, say, job in the future, we now can have our own portfolio because we now have work out there. Mm-hmm. My advice here's my advice <laughs> if y'all don't get offered a paid job, make your own shite up. So, exactly. like, also with this podcast, like, other people do, like, YouTubes. Obviously, yeah. when you're really good at YouTube, then you start making God knows how much. I know. But, like, do that because then build your portfolio more. Like, even yeah. if you're just filming monologues in your bedroom or whatever and putting them on YouTube, yeah. then you have a variety of things to pick from when it comes to auditions, self-tapes. And it's getting out there, you know?
1: It's...
0: You never know who's
1: going to see it or listen to it exactly and that's more about the right place right time because that's something that you can control you know and you can just you know shove it out there someone might happen across it and you never know what will happen after that
0: like you can't just sit there and expect it to come to you mm-hmm. no job works like well <laughs> no good job works like that uh-huh. you really have it? to put in the work like um mm-hmm. <laughs> Anastasia Kingsnorth on YouTube. Mm-hmm. I always am terrified of saying her name wrong. But she literally started off like, I'm pretty sure she started off like unboxing like the Moshi Monster. Thing. Oh
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> and like now look at her. Like yeah. I see her doing ads for everything like that underwear mm-hmm. thing. What's it called? Lounge. Uh, lounge uh, underwear. I don't know what it's called. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's not my brand. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Well, like her YouTube channel's massive and she just did that thing with Foot Asylum that YouTube was locked in. Yeah. And like Saffron Barker did Strictly and I guarantee you, they didn't just sit there and hope. Well, it's obvious they didn't just sit there and hope for the best. Mm -hmm. They literally work their asses off. Like our types of job get branded as not real jobs. But then if you look at how much work we do, they're more real than any other job out there. Really? Because we literally can't switch off from work. Everything we post mm-hmm. while sat there thinking about how that's going to affect what we do next. Yeah. For example, me, mm-hmm. in all this little mixed drama, <laughs> sometimes I can't help myself. Yeah. And I'll post a sly comment back. But then I delete it and I'm like, you know, smit, let's be mature. Because the girls are being mature. Yeah. Let's be mature. Because you never know who's going to read it. And obviously, I'm not 1% in here and I've never ever. Mm-hmm. Sent hate towards said person that d- yeah. she didn't even get in the airtime. Um, <laughs> I've never ever sent hate to anyone. Yeah. But like, if like her fans were coming at my girls mm-hmm. and coming at me, then I'm not like, just gonna sit there and be like, mm, "All right, whatever, hun." So I said to my back, and then I read it, and I was like, "Oh, a bit harsh." Mm-hmm. Just block them, cut them out, <laughs> cut em off. Cut em off. Yeah. come off come off from out with the trash (laughs) have a good time little mix i'm really giving you some promo here you are hire me a better job than your promo
1: team (laughs) but as well the building the portfolio thing it doesn't just apply to people that are performing like us it can be writers you can you know sit and write books write plays write anything just have it ready to go artists painters just
0: just do it and the other ones like social media managers and like marketers mm-hmm. and stuff like mm-hmm. literally just message like small brands like what we did Um yeah. for what's going to come up that we'll talk about at the end. Yeah,
1: very We true. just
0: messaged like and hoped for the best mm-hmm. and it happened like my friend is a photographer and like see if people put on like you know like the spotted mm-hmm. whatever city you're in on Facebook. And, like, if people are looking for, like, photographers on something, but they've not got, like, a big budget, he'll do it for free if they agree to let him put it in his portfolio. Yeah. It's literally that simple. hmm You've just got to want it enough to put the time in. Yeah. Because if you don't want it enough to put the time in, then you don't deserve it, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, Back. There you go.
1: That's it. That's... <laughs> the message we're wanting to convey I guess
0: <laughs> it's true though like I really yeah. do hate when I see people working their asses off mm-hmm. and then other people just get it handed to them but obviously we don't see the whole picture so
1: mm-hmm.
0: right let's talk about what's happening soon because okay. I'm so excited <laughs> that's very exciting Christmas countdown my guys oh so my excited. god
1: now we both love Christmas. So 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 much. We just had to make it a thing. We just had to had to go all in. You know like vlogmas
0: but next level. Exactly. It's gonna be iconic.
1: It will be. And we've got some
0: huge things happening on it as well, but haven't we? We do. I'm gonna leak it, I'm really sorry. Sorry guys. So we have an episode in partnership with Glam Brownies that I actually found on TikTok. Mm-hmm. And, like, I've wanted them for ages and every time I go on... Because they only restock on certain days in the week. I know. And every time I've gone on, they've been sold out. Mm-hmm. So, I DM them. And I that, like, obviously, we'll pay for the brownies. Do you know what I mean? Like, even if we I was a brownies. big influencer, I'd pay. Yeah. Yeah, we love brownies. <laughs> oh, God, I really do. <laughs> but, you know, even if I was a big influencer, I'd pay. So, I was like, mm-hmm. hey, something, something. Um, We'll pay for the brownies if... You do this, blah, blah, blah. And, like, it's just happened. And, like, the person that runs it is honestly the nicest mm-hmm. person I've spoke Well, one of the <laughs> nicest people I've spoke to. So, yeah, that's happening. I'm really excited. I cannot wait. i try the brownies, you know, when they get here. Oh, me too.
1: Oh,
0: December 11th. Nice. I'm so excited. I got the kinder ones as well. Ooh. will be so nice. And we actually have a guest. Joining us on one of our episodes, which I cannot lie. Yeah, I will be fangirling from start to finish because he is an mm-hmm. icon. It is the one and only Sam Prance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't, he is an icon. If you are a Little Mix fan, mm-hmm. you know this guy is an icon. He works for Global and he does like pop buzz interviews and everything. And he got given well, he pitched the idea, obviously. And he got given a podcast. I'm going to find it on me. telephone. going to start playing capital. Very professional. He's going to start playing capital at me. Um, He got given the podcast. It was like the power of Little Mix, I want to say. That's what it was called, but I'm just double checking. Mm-hmm. It's in my library. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's power of Little Mix. Um, um I wanna tell, you. tell you, he's like... He spoke to Little Mix. He spoke to Little Mix's team, Claudie, Mark, Camille, Mm -hmm. Emanike. He spoke to the mums. (laughs) He spoke to the mums. That's how you know you've made it. That's how you know you've made it when you speak to Norma, Debs and Debs. (laughs) That's how you know you've made it. And he done, like, live streams in the lead up to Between Us coming out. Mm -hmm. He did, like, on station head, it's called this app. And he did like streaming parties where fans all over the world could come on. And Jade, Jade Thirlwall was just every week, hello. And like last week or the week before, he met Jade Thirlwall and interviewed her in person with Pez and Leanne on Teams or Zoom or whatever they use. That pop was iconic. He is an icon. <laughs> I can't believe he said yes to be honest yeah and he seems so lovely as well oh it does doesn't It, it was so lovely when I dm'd him for his email address and then he gave us so many good tips mm-hmm. for what to do with this and like how to build the portfolio we're trying to mm-hmm. and then when I emailed him I got we got the sweetest reply didn't we yeah like I'm so excited to actually have him mm-hmm. on the zoom call and just how will fangirl, I know I will. I'm fangirling now, I'm sweating.
1: Excellent.
0: <laughs> I'm <waiting>. really excited. <laughs> and obviously, it's not just about Christmas, we've got New Year as well mixed in there. Mm-hmm. Definitely. If yeah. you like Zoella's vlogmas, vlogmas, you're gonna love our Christmas countdown. Because it's much better. <laughs> and I will say one episode will have alcohol involved. Because it has that to That will be explicit it content. Has to. <laughs> It's us. Why would it not? <laughs> we gotta talk about our favourite drinks. Do you Definitely. know what I mean? It's Christmas. Everyone gets a bit merry. Yeah. Well, it's fine. <laughs> I learnt from my mistakes, but that's a story for another time. <laughs> it's
1: a story for when we're drinking.
0: But yeah, that's all coming up. We have huge plans for after the new year as well. We do. I'm just so excited. Me too. That's all I have to say though, because then I'll do. It. I'll I'll keep being a fan <laughs> about some prance and i'll never shut sure. up okay all right well thank you all lads thank you and we will see you next week on our christmas countdown episode one Woo! Woo! <laughs> bye